Abraham Lincoln. What a guy. Had a top hat, some cool facial hair, had a monocle. No, no, that's Monopoly Man. Period. The guy I'm thinking of was a vampire hunter. Yeah, you heard me. Abraham Lincoln, alongside other figures, including Harriet Tubman, defeat vampires. By the way, those vampires are racist. Racist vampires running the Confederacy because they're just so evil. Couldn't be that America was founded on a contract of violence that only cared for white men and saw all others beneath them. It had to be ghosts or something. Period. Doug Cockle was there. This movie dares to ask the question, uh, could Donald Trump do that? I think not. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. This movie's horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's mm-hmm. insane. Airtight. Awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Three, two, one. And action! Boom, 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 boom. We're back and we're in a place and this it. Okay. My throat has been burning when I eat stuff these days. Um, That's not good. No, it's bad. (laughs) What do you mean burning? Well, okay, not my throat. It's like, well, okay, I think I have IBS. Uh Uh-huh, so you're talking about your asshole. Yeah. The asshole, the throat. Uh, your the asshole has been burning roughly an hour after you eat. Exactly, this. yeah. By day, my throat is my throat. By night, my asshole is my throat. Uh, Don't believe me? Don't care. Just watch. <laughs> just watch. Don't believe uh, me. Just watch. How? My name is Sir Maxim. I'm a little bit of an eclectic drag king. What's a drag king? Shut up. RuPaul has done this thing that is poisoned drag forever. I'm kidding. Let me on the show, uh, darling. Um, a drag king is someone who who takes the male gender and takes it and warps it around and does it on stage, honey. And I've been awarded a lot of different things. I have gotten a lot of achievements in what I uh, in the way I do it. Um, and my name is Sir Maxim and. I'm Clayton. And this is Critical Darlings, the only podcast where we, specifically the two of us. The two of us. There's other ones like it, but this is the only podcast where we We. watch bad movies and talk about them. And talk about them. So Critical Darling, that's a title with two words. Mm -hmm. It's Critic and there's Darling in it. And that's why we're kind of sitting on opposite sides of this table here if you're watching the video. Clayton... Um, how would you describe what a critic is? So as a critic, I am basically a mean, uh, cantankerous sort. Mm-hmm. Um, a miser. I am something of a miser. I like to go to a movie and I go, hmm. Yeah, Clint Cl- goes to the be, movie and goes, hmm. But I am essentially somebody who likes to think critically about things in, in uh, a sense and engages more with aspects uh, that I do see as faults in movies, maybe more so than darlings do. Right. Um, And careful, because any misstep in the way you speak will have darlings on your Twitter account like that. Yes. Your social... Darling Nation is scary. Delete your account. The critics do not have my back. Yeah, the the critics don't defend him, because, I mean... 
the Darling army is like so vicious. Uh huh. Darlings are pack hunters, and uh, <laughs> critics, critics are, are very wolves. much lone wolves. <laughs> exactly. And over here on the on the Darling side, as kind of the representative of the Darlings, uh, a Darling is someone who considers the whole experience of a movie. If a movie is bad, but you have a really fun time watching it. Who's to say? Maybe it gets four stars. You know what I mean? A darling really just enjoys themselves, and they're not cantankerous. They're kind of like the ghost of Christmas past. They're a little candle baby. You know, that's kind of what a darling is. And mm. we represent these two sides of the spectrum. Where do you fall? You know, are you more of this? Are you more of that? I would say darling is more left-leaning. Critic is more right-leaning. Well, um, <laughs> would you think darlings are Republicans? I would say that most darlings are Republicans, yeah. Honestly, yeah, because they don't think that much. They don't uh-huh. really think that much. They don't really think that much, and they just kind of like sit. And the other day I walked in on Max. He was looking at his phone, but he was holding it backwards like this. Yeah. And he was just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I did that for two hours, and it was fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we are addicted to our phones. Clayton, speaking of addictions, you're addicted yes. to watching movies. What is a good movie you've seen recently? I have seen a, a couple good movies, actually. Okay. Um, I went and saw this one's a little p- more pertinent because it is in theaters currently and maybe still will be when this comes out. I'm not positive. But I went and saw Talk to Me. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailers for it. I think I've heard about this. It is a movie uh, made in New Zealand. By the New Kiwis. Um, Jacinda Ardern. Yes. What? <laughs> Jacinda Ardern, uh, the PM. Okay. Um, talk um, to me. But it came out in 2022. Um, yeah, that's like in the way that like if something premieres at a festival in 2022, You're it came right. out in 2022. It came out theatrically, at least in America, in 2023. It may have had a theatrical run. A24, so you're not a scab. It also is A24. Um, and for those at home, uh, make sure, still go and watch movies. In fact, uh, yeah. one of the biggest ways you can support is by showing studios that you like projects made by real writers. Uh, once we get to the point where we're seeing stuff uh, where uh, scabs have produced these works, do not see those. Do not support those. Um, Adam Sandler. Badum, ban, ban. Right? No, I don't really know. I don't. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on over there. Uh, he can take it. <laughs> Fuck Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh no! Critical Darlings comes for Adam Sandler. Literally, uh-huh. this is gonna get clipped in three years, and your project with Adam Sandler is gonna get canceled. Uh huh. Yeah. And I'll be like, thank God, because but- fuck Adam Sandler. Talk to me was good. Talk to me was great. Good. Uh, it was really upsetting. It was very hard to watch. Classic critic. Um, it was great. I had a horrible time. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, you know, it's a it's a horror flick, yeah. a horror film, even. even. Um, and uh, uh, there was some stuff that was extremely hard to watch. Period. Um, people talking yeah. to each other. People talking to each other. <laughs> People talking to ghosts, even. It's a socially anxious person's worst nightmare. Uh-huh. It was about Max. Um, Me? It, well. <laughs> it was about Max. In fact, um, it's about be- people have this little statue that's a hand. Uh, and that's there's awesome. there's The way they explain it is there was like a psychic uh, somewhere, like a medium, basically. Mm. Um, and this person was covered in concrete when they died, and then they removed this concrete hand, 
Uh, that's at wow. least how they say it is. I, I don't know if we're actually supposed to believe that that is the truth in world. They were, but so, it had me thinking. In like live, they were alive. They uh, were in no, no, no. They, they oh. were they were buried and and they were dead. Okay. Um, but they remove the hand and use the hand. They they shake hands with the little fake hand, and that hand lets them talk to ghosts and see ghosts and let ghosts possess them for a time. Ooh. Um, it's a very cool concept. They That's start really doing, cool. it's like a, it's like a party drug type thing where they're like, all right, Ooh. bring out the hand. And then they like let themselves get possessed by a ghost. Awesome. That's um, really fucking cool. <laughs> but it had me thinking if your hand was removed after you died, yeah. would people see like old eighties and nineties computers? Max is a techno psychic. Oh yeah. So, okay. So, Probably not because I don't know how many times I have to explain this to you. Um, Techno's like I can't like I can't talk to computers. Uh-huh. You know I can't talk to TVs. I can't. People think <laughs> people have this uh-huh. narrative. And go back to old Critical Darlings episodes. I've been talking about this. We watched Now You See Me one and two, or <laughs> just the second one I think. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's right. And I stated my case that there were some psychics in that movie I identified with, not like. <laughs> <laughs> Not, uh, not like the mentalist guy But I believe you said the guy that was <laughs> Bending spoons with his mind Which by the way he wasn't <laughs> The See, spoon was already bent ex- So it's not a thing of Okay okay. All I'll say is that sometimes people text me And <laughs> I will have Thought about them texting me uh-huh. A second before Le- Literally Whoa. and people were like It's because you're on your phone a lot Everyone's on their phone a lot and I'm I'm the only one saying this feeling. You're on your phone a lot. You know, you're on your phone a lot. Audience. You you don't feel that. That's all I'm saying. And when I was a kid, I used to think this is actually insane to me. I would think about certain episodes of TV shows. And I would get home and those episodes would be on. Uh-huh. And that those, happened like every day? No, it's not like that. <laughs> no. Like every couple weeks. <laughs> Um, just, I'm just saying I, so everyone's like, everyone gets deja vu. The deja mm. vu that I used to get as a kid was way more intense and frequent <laughs> than other people's. Uh-huh. And I watched this show called Tyra Banks. I think it was Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks is psychic kids. Yeah. Yeah. I told you about this, right? There's a kid who could talk to trees. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like B-roll footage of her like against the tree. And she's like, they're sad. They're like, they're screaming. <laughs> they're screaming. What the <laughs> fuck does a tree have to scream about? What doesn't a tree have to scream about? What doesn't it have to scream about? Global said? warming. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and then there's another one where this is crazy. Uh-huh. There was a girl and her mom had stomach pain or something. And so the little girl. Was like, there somebody who could talk to stomach? <laughs> She was a stomach psychic. They're screaming. Gastro psychic. Yeah, the stomach screaming. Um, so she, the mom is sitting there, and the, the girl does like this to her stomach and puts it in her stomach. She's eating it all up, the greedy exactly. bastard. Exactly. And then she goes to the bathroom, poops it out, comes back. Mom and daughter have that pain. <laughs> Period. Uh, do you know, have you heard the explanation for what deja vu is? It's something about like neurons in your brain. Yeah, uh, the the way I understand it, and I'm not very, I'm not a smart guy. Oh, here he goes again. The way I understand it is that you're like, kind of memory, the memory part of your brain, scientifically mm. speaking, the memory piece is uh, gets like slightly out of sync with the way you're perceiving things in real time. Mm. So, 
things are registering for you like a second after you are like remembering them. And so your brain is remembering things kind of like right before they are happening for you. Mm. Um, I think that's interesting. No. Okay. Uh, you, you sound like my dad because he, when I said that I was psychic, he sent me an article on Deja Vu. <laughs> uh-huh. And no, no, he made me read it with him because I was like eight or nine. And he was like, Deja vu just means that you're really smart or something crazy like that. Deja vu just means you're really smart, which is also the same argument that my therapist made Mm -hmm. when I was like nine. Uh Uh-huh. All people who don't have your best interests at heart. (laughs) You, my dad, my therapist. Yeah, they're out to get Uh, you, We're out to repress your psychic abilities. Um, So what's another movie you watched? And let's hope it's not about another thing I, I hold dear to my heart. Uh oh! I watched uh, Drag City, <laughs> Attack um, of the Killer Drag Club. Uh-huh. There should be more movies about drag, and there's not. I agree. You know, John Waters. Like, I want to watch a lot more of his movies. I still haven't seen a lot of things Divine was in, but like, there's just so many B movies from that period that I feel like I will find out for the first time, like, because I see a clip on it of it on TikTok or something, and I'm mm. like, how do I not know about this movie that? Like takes place in the Wild West with Divine singing a song as a tavern winch. It's like, what? This is awesome. You know. Mm. I had a dream that I think would be a very cool drag movie. I had a what? dream that there was like a, it was like a post-apocalyptic Austin. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Your dream. And it was like a very, it was like Game of Thrones, but all the, oh. dra- the drag queens had become like the iconic That's figures. awesome. And so it would be like That's Bridget awesome. Bandit has like this wing of Austin. Oh fuck um, yeah! And I'm like her little and lackey. Yeah, you were like, like Sir, the Sir Maxim, the Prince of the Bandit territory, or whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, you um, came in here, bitch. I don't really remember what happened in it, but but crazy shit went down. But crazy shit went down. That would be awesome. Um, but I also saw Amadeus. Is that new? Mama or is Dan, that Dan. that's not new? Right? It's not that's new at yeah. all. Uh, Luke and I went to see it at the Paramount, courtesy of friend of the show Garrett Buss. 1984. Yeah. Cynthia Nixon's in it. It's really old. Uh, F. Murray Abraham is in it of White Lotus this fame. Guy. That guy, Jeffrey Jones Jeffrey from Jones. Howard the Duck and also from child pornography charges. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, his part in it is his part in it is pretty funny. But I was like, oh, that guy. And then I was like, ooh, that guy. Um but oh my god! Well, the movie is well. amazing. Um, good enough that you will almost certainly be seeing it at my hundred billion movies breakdown. Really, that's great. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Um, it might be pretty high up on the damn list, even. I low key feel like I watched this in like music class. Um, um is it is it inappropriate? Um, slightly. There were titties in this one. However, I think, because we saw the director's cut. I think okay. that they were only in the director's cut from what I understand. Okay. Um, but I I think it's probably inappropriate for like nevertheless. Kids. You know yeah. what? No, I don't think I saw this. There was like another movie about like Beethoven or like mm-hmm. Bach. So like something that we watched like in elementary school. I yeah. Remember. This yeah. is about uh, Soliari, the... Uh, a, a composer of that time period yeah. who has been somewhat forgotten by history. Wow. Um, as he is very insecure and angry about the young man uh, 
Wolfgang Amadeus. That's where the movie comes from. Mozart. You could relate to him. I could relate to him. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel about Baby Gronk. Wh- who is that? It's the football player's son? No, it's... Uh, <laughs> ba- uh, Gronk. We're not gonna, we don't have to get into it. Yeah, no, Gronk the football player. Gronk, yeah. So he's the football player's son, Baby no. Gronk. Oh. Is Baby Gronk the new Riz King? <gasps> what is it? Or is he just being riz- razzed up by Luffy or something? <laughs> like- by Luffy? <laughs> Monkey D? Yeah, Monkey D. You love it. Third movie. Third movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> actually, I watched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit That was like uh, pretty recently. Ago. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think we've recorded since then, right? Yeah, because you and Ellis are going to be the two. Because we are uh, going to be two characters from that for Halloween. You I'll let the people at home put together the rest. It's crazy that people have been asking me, like, what are you going to do for Halloween? You're like, what are you going to wear for Halloween? And I'm just like... Every day is Halloween for me. Like, Halloween uh-huh. holds no... I like the spooky factor, but the dressing up aspect does nothing for me. Like, But you don't want to take those, like, dressing up... The dressing upness that you already do and, like, turn it up to 11? Like, I do something do. crazy? I think I do, because I also don't do a lot of horror stuff. And I want to do more horror stuff. I have mm. this idea... Don't steal it! To do, like, a full top-to-bottom, like, football player outfit... Uh, and stone it completely. Maybe have my name on the back, like a full jersey, like full. I'm like a quarterback, um, and then uh, totally, totally like distress it, put blood all over it, and be like a zombie football player, you know? Like, nice. And like have like a bite taken out of it or something like that. Something like that. That's awesome. Um, when yeah. are you going to do? Everybody's been asking about this. People have been stopping me on the street and been like, True. "You know, Sir Maxim, right? When is he going to do <laughs> Robbie Rotten?" That's a good point. I. So this is what I feel. I love doing more niche characters like that and more meme characters. I think I could only really do it for like TikTok. Uh-huh. Because um, I did like a number to it in the past and that was like fun. But I don't think I would ever do it on stage unless I was at like a really specific show. Um, because I feel like 90% of the people in the crowd would not know who it is. Uh-huh. And the 10% who would would love it. But it's like, eh, are mm. the 10% paying my bills? Um, but that's a whole conversation about palatability, which I don't want to get into. The movie I watched yesterday was Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, yes. And I thought that it was like if you asked ChatGPT to make a rom-com based on the first five minutes of gay porn. But I didn't hate it. Okay. Because <laughs> you love the first five minutes of gay it's porn. It's my favorite part. Um, no, it was fully like... It truly felt like... Wattpad, like like a, a like a fan fiction. Every line was so exactly what you would expect from the movie, but mm. I didn't turn it off. If that tells you anything, I am very quick to turn off a movie. Mm. Um, I also think now this is crazy. Okay, so I often I go back and forth about like only like just not uh, taking in like too much like mainstream movies or culture because I feel like I. It, like, um, I don't know, waters down my, like, weird brain sometimes. But then a lot of times I find, like, with that stream, like, that thought, I kind of become, like, a cultural, like, recluse sometimes. And I have, like, no idea what's going on in terms of pop culture. And I don't think you, I as a person, need to know what's going on all the time, you know? But Mm. I really like knowing what everyone else is talking about. You know what I mean? And, like, seeing what movies are popular and I think I've lost a lot of that over the past like six months or so because I've just been 
busy. I deleted Twitter, so I wouldn't see a lot of updates about things unless they were like somehow snuck through my TikTok algorithm, you know? But you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I've just like been intentionally avoiding things that other people watch sometimes for like whatever reason. And I don't think I want to do that anymore. I think I want to go back to seeing all the the popular things again, just to have my finger on the pulse again. Hell yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. Um, I go through phases of doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think one is better. One way is better than the other, but I'm like tired of the recluse, and now I want to be back in it. But I'm sure mm-hmm. I'll get tired of that eventually. So I just go back and forth. Oh, you know a fourth movie? Just real quick, I'll make what? this what one is so quick. Theater Camp was fucking so good. Is that new? I'll look at it. Uh, yes, it has Ben Platt, Molly Gordon. I've not heard of Ayo this at It's got uh um uh what's her face? Period. Princess Carolyn. Oh, um, Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris is in it. The guy from American Vandal. Noah Galvin. It. Noah Galvin. Patty Harrison. Patty Harrison. Yes, <laughs> Patty Harrison is in it. She's great in it. I, I have heard of this because I saw Patty Harrison talking about it. Um, mm. I love Patty Harrison. I'm so happy that she's getting more yeah. like just opportunities in general because to me, I think she's one of like the number one people who... She just never waters down her Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's like fucking insane. And yeah, but she doesn't change herself to be like more like, you know, mm-hmm. I guess the word is palatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And period. Yeah. She was amazing in it. The movie is great. Yeah. Made me cry. Oh, made that's me sweet. Made a little tears come down my face. Speaking of crying this Monday, I guess by the time you're watching this, it's probably going to be, it'll have just passed, but. This Monday is week one of the Grackle Games finale. Boom, boom, boom. Boop, boop. It's divided into two finales. There's the top four. Myself, Riot Girl, the Queen Fantasia Wood from San Antonio, and Iggy Bank. And myself and Iggy Bank are have our finale on 9-11. Don't mention it. And Fantasia and Riot Girl have theirs this Monday. And um, after me and Iggy's finales... Well, they will crown a winner out of the four of us. And so right now I'm in this intense finale brain mode. Um, everything I'm doing is, you know, just like based around that. But come 9-11, it'll all be done. Hell yeah. But yeah. So I'll either cry with joy or cry with anger. <sighs> no, I feel good. It'll be exciting. It'll be very fun. But oh, that's next, what my whole life has been. Next week we should watch the the Robert Pattinson movie <laughs> where the twist... Do you know about that? I, I, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Did I tell you about a close friend of mine who thought that 50 people died <laughs> in 9-11? Uh-huh. Was that person ever on this podcast? <gasps> um, who's to say? Who's to <laughs> say if they were or weren't? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, speaking of this podcast, every week, every week, Clayton and I, oh, that scared me, Clayton, men yelling. Freak I was me pissed off. Out. I was angry. He was and I'm mad. Men screaming. It's like you don't need to do that. Whisper. Mm. A, a man whispering really angrily. That is scarier than any yell. Yeah. A man is better seen than heard. And I don't even like to look at them very much. I guess that's true. Do you feel like you are like manly? Um, in some ways, yes. Yeah. I don't have a lot of UFC. fondness for masculinity. Right. I've never felt 
a, a connection to masculine. And for a while, I was kind of avoiding, like, trying to be masculine. In high yeah. school, especially, I had a lot of a lot of my friends and people near me were just horrible, horrible examples of masculinity. And I didn't True. really see any positive examples of that until college. And so for most of high school, I was mostly just hanging out with women, um, which honestly <whistles> probably <whistles> did me a service in life and for the person that I ended up being. Um, That's true. That being said, I feel like these days I yeah. have kind of embraced masculinity a little bit and yeah. become a little bit more manly, quote unquote. I can change a tire. I can pick up heavy things. Period. I can hit things really hard. That's what's so nice. Yeah, Growing up, same, I like avoided the idea of masculinity because just just because of toxic masculinity and patriarchy and stuff. And like as a gay man, I always felt like isolated from that and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would avoid it so badly. And so all those things associated with masculinity, like, like handiwork, you know, changing a tire, like any like construction, any kinds of like things like that. I would just be like, Oh, I don't do that. Like, cause that's not, that's like a masculine thing, but it's so liberating to be like, Oh no, I am my own idea of masculinity. I am like, gay and feminine in a lot of ways and i can do all these things too that like traditionally only men are allowed to do like Mm -hmm. literally like change a tire it's like what like that's so dumb that we associate that with like only something a man can do you know um so yeah that's that's good to hear yeah yeah especially since i've been performing as like an idea of masculinity and throughout this competition it's it's really helped me define my my idea of what masculinity is and how to play around with it. Um, so yeah. Hell yeah. With that. Every week on this podcast. Yeah. I think we've put it off for long enough. Uh, <laughs> as you may find out in a sec, there may be a reason we were doing that. God. Um, we watched this movie a little over a week ago. It was week on this day. Yeah. <clears throat> uh huh. And uh, we really even if we recorded straight after, wouldn't be a whole lot to talk no, about. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, the, the man that we're about to talk about exemplifies a lot of very masculine qualities. Um, leadership, leadership, Um, goatee, um, goatee, big uh, hat, top hat, say that vampire Uh, hunting, um, and crying. Men can be sensitive. He cries only though when his son dies, (laughs) men are allowed to die when they're, or men are allowed to cry when their children die. You know that men are allowed to die, right? You know, Hey honey, believe this. Men can die. Of course, the movie that we watched for this episode mm. was da, 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 Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter rated R action slash horror. Yes. Okay, well, kind of. By the way, I watched Red, White, and World Blue. Uh-huh. On Google, it's listed as romantic comedy slash fantasy. <laughs> I was like, fantasy. Excuse me. <laughs> Maybe it's a fantasy. Cause like in the spoiler alert, in the end of red, white and world blue, they flip Texas to be blue. And it's like, that's a fantasy. Uh huh. <laughs> that's fun. Um, America accepts, um, the, the first son of the nation being gay. That's a fantasy. Um, it did feel like that. All right. So, yep. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, 2012, the year the earth stood still. Yes, the day that the world died. Starring Benjamin Walker, Anthony Mackie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Dominic Cooper. 
I forgot Mew was in this. Mm-hmm. Amongst so many others. The description is as thus. While still a boy, Abraham Lincoln loses his mother to a vampire's bite. He vows revenge, but fails in the attempt, narrowly escaping with his life. He is rescued by Dominic Cooper, a charismatic vampire hunter who instructs Abe in the fine art of dispatching bloodsuckers. Abe continues his fight against the undead well into adulthood and his presidency, making a last stand against the ultimate vampire foe on the eve of the Civil War's defining battle. Bum, bum, bum. The budget was, what do you think? Uh, $15. <laughs> um, no. Probably a couple hundred, like a hundred million, couple hundred million. 69 million. 69 million. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That, that feels good to me. Yeah. That, that checks out. Yeah. The film was produced by Tim Burton and it's oh, adapted. Wow. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Um, and was, uh, adapted by, um, uh, adapted from a book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, based on the novel, the same name, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. I think for this movie and that book, I thought for some reason there was like a legend that he was a vampire hunter. I think the book 100% completely made that up from scratch. Uh-huh. I thought like there was like some old folklore like legend or something about uh-huh. it. I <laughs> didn't realize that. I I could have sworn I saw like a photo of like Abraham Lincoln's old like vampire hunting kit or like heard that he was like superstitious or something like that. I uh-huh. swear, but nope. Yeah, it's just, it seems to me that all you see um, is Abraham Lincoln. Is Abraham on TV. Lincoln on TV? If he was here today, he would be president. True, um, but uh, 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 seems to me that the way that they got to this movie, this story, is they went, hey, yeah. What's something stupid <laughs> we could crazy. do that would be like kind of a stunt? And it's like, what if it was about Abraham Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln was a vampire hunter? I This movie is not served in any way by this vampire hunter character being Abraham Lincoln. He doesn't act like what you would expect him to act like. There's no reason for it. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Like I I love the idea of Abraham Lincoln fighting vampires. I I just am in love with that idea so much. Uh-huh. And I I also don't think Okay, I think it way could it could have been way more fun and campy. This is also 2012 kind of I think in the beginning of like the gritty movie like what if this was badass like comedy sucks. Mm-hmm. Um I also don't know if it would have been better with any humor in it. Um but uh I I do enjoy the fact that he was a vampire hunter. I, I don't know why. I really, I don't know. It's just sure, so campy. Sure. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. What did you know about Abraham Lincoln before this movie? I knew that he could tell no lie. I knew that's George Washington. Sure. I knew, but he is honest. He's he honest. honest Abe. Abe. Um, I knew that he had a big top hat. I knew that. he was very tall. I knew goatee. I knew that he uh, wrote the Emancipation Proclamation. Say that. I knew that he wrote the Gettysburg Address. He was all like four score and seven year ago. Period. Um, he had a, a monocle and a little uh, like walking stick. And if you passed go, he would give you these big payouts. Oh, um, true. Yes. Monopoly man. Monopoly man. Um, I should do Abraham Lincoln in drag for some Honestly, yes. That would be like iconic. Because yeah. like, he's just one of those people, for whatever reason, 
Like, I don't know. I guess, like, he did have kind of, like, a quirky, iconic look. Men are so not allowed to be quirky. So Abraham Lincoln capitalized on his, like, what's the quirkiest thing I could do? Okay, giant top hat and, like, a big beard. <laughs> and, like, and they're, like, okay, like, that, and he's immediately iconic. Like, I just... <laughs> Did he even wear it that much? I think that's just what people wore back then. <laughs> Who I don't else? think okay. he was trying to stand out. To be, to be quirky. Uh-huh. Um, I swear I saw... Everybody twi- back then was wearing like flannels and jeans. Yeah, he, he was like, tops, I'm like, going to stand out. I, I want to do something to make myself cool. Uh So I read this book about Abraham Lincoln when I was a kid and mm-hmm. about how he got... The only thing I really remember is that he got into, like, a street fight and that he would do these, like, he was lanky, so he would, like, essentially do, like, a coffee grinder, you know, coffee grinder, like, in breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> so he would essentially, like, people would be like, hey, 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 like, they would have, like, a street fight and he'd be like, oh, yeah, and then they'd get on the ground and, like, spin around and, like, they would fall on the ground and he was lanky and stuff. Uh-huh. That is just like a vision. I was reading this book and I was like, "Cool, he, cool, he, he is a break dancer, you know." Um, I also swear to God, I read a Twitter thread about him being not Native American, but like about him, him not being purely like English or something like that. His a lot of his ancestry was from like some Native population. So then I tried to do research on that, and that's like nowhere. And so I, I think I just. Mm-hmm. Read a faulty like Twitter thing and just thought like I was like oh yeah for uh-huh. sure that's true for like four years because <laughs> um, surely the the breakdancing thing can't be <laughs> that was in a book that was like in a a book as a kid in uh-huh. my library was it a Libraries picture book no it was it was a it, the text was big if I recall I think it was okay. like in third or fourth grade um, and then I also read one about JFK and oh JFK, how did he fight off bullies he just kissed the people. <gasps> He wrote an essay about why called Why the South Slept about the Civil War. Mm. I know you're so intrigued right now. Yeah. <laughs> um but so so here's the biggest thing about Abraham Lincoln though. Mm-hmm. Is that history and history class would want us to believe, you know, that he uh thought that slavery was morally wrong and so he wrote the Emancipation Proclamation in order to, you know, put the pressure on the South, you know, and because he, as a president, thought it was morally wrong or whatever. But I'm pretty sure it's 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 been seen in the past, similar to, like, Obama with gay marriage or whatever. It was like mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln was just kind of doing whatever his party wanted. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he, at the time uh, of doing the Emancipation Proclamation, knew that it would put pressure on, um, I believe, Britain and France because... Britain and France did had abolished slavery well before that time or something, so they wouldn't have wanted to work with the South because the Union fully outlawed it. You know what I mean? So they were like, mm-hmm. uh, optically, it made sense for those nations to go with the North. Um, so, yeah. So And this movie definitely does not, I feel, give him any gray area. It's like, he's like, it is morally wrong. And he has one friend who is, I, th- I think, is a slave, like in... Um, in the mm. beginning, is like a friend who's like a kid and then grows yeah. up and it's Anthony Mackie. What's his name? Anthony Mackie is all I yeah. remember. Um, and so then that's kind of like, see, he's a good guy. And, uh-huh. and because he has one friend who's a slave and it's like, it just feels very like, okay, that's that's what the movie's going to do right now. Mm. <laughs> and 
I guess I'm not going into this movie expecting them to give like a really well-rounded critique of who Abraham Lincoln was as a mm. person. But I think as like, well because uh, his friend was not a slave though. His friend was a, a free man. His friend was just black. Um, his family was like at the at the beginning though. No. So what was happening at the beginning was that basically a guy was attacking them, even though they were free. Um, oh, and was I was like trying to, I did not get that at all. Uh huh. It's not it, communicated great, but there's a few lines that say that really, he, oh, I, wow. I think so. Where, where, cause when he comes to Abraham later on, he's like, mm. Hey, um, people, people don't believe that I'm free and they're trying to hunt me down. There's a price on my head. When he's Abraham older? Lincoln's. Yeah. He's like, I remember that. Okay. He's yeah. like, uh, don't worry. I'll write you a, whatever the fuck. And right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, Wait, then so his friend wasn't a slave. And so Abraham Lincoln not. wasn't even friends with any slaves in the movie. Like, uh, Not that I'm... Well, Harriet um, Tubman, of course. That's true. Well, she wasn't a slave. Well, I guess uh-huh. she was a free slave. But um, yeah, and, and the Underground Railroad does make a call. That moment yes. was pretty... That was fun. I, I, I liked that a lot. It's just hard uh-huh. for me to like, see any movie about the Civil War in the modern day and not feel like it needs to be like six hours long and really go like, uh-huh. I don't know. It just feels like any watered down attempt to tell it yeah. results in this. It very feels <laughs> like a movie about Abraham Lincoln fighting vampires should probably keep its fucking hands off the underground railroad. In my opinion. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. At least they're like the heroes and stuff. Right, but yeah. it it still felt very weird to me. And, and also, wasn't there a point where he was like, "Hello, Mrs. Tubman," or something? And we were like, "Oh God!" Like uh-huh. you know. Um, but the vampires are all Confederates, which yes, that's right. Is like I guess probably the best choice. I guess they could have uh-huh. made again. Like why Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> like why Abraham with this like subject? Um, but. I I also really wish they were the vampires were more um, funny or like more creative uh-huh. rather than just scary. Um, yeah, it was very it, a lot of blockbusters in this kind of era. Yeah, was just like the basic thing, and I, mm-hmm. I I think it's easy to look back on that era very fondly because they still had much much more care put into them than the modern blockbuster, and this yeah. is like a much more. Is a much crazier swing uh-huh. with a lot more attention to detail, but it's still just fucking boring. A lot of the choices that they make, um, having the vampires be these scary figures that just kind of, they bite people. It's like, who gives a fuck about that? Confederate President Jefferson Davis convinces Adam, Adam is the lead vampire, yes, to deploy his vampires to the front lines. And so, <laughs> so wait, Jefferson Davis knew about the vampires. No. Yes. Remember because, okay. Lincoln's election as the president of the United States, he moves to the white house with Mary Todd Lincoln, where they have a son who later dies at the hands of the, the sexy female vampire. Is that what it says? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, no. Confederate President Jefferson Davis convinces Adam to deploy his vampires to the front lines. Uh-huh. Lincoln orders the confiscation of all silver melted to produce silver weapons and silver bullets and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Um, 
And then there's like a big train fight. So yes. yeah, so Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy, is aware of the vampires <laughs> and uses that to his advantage. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is insane. Um, but also I do like the sw- the big swing of that. I want I want to say, "Hey, that's fun in a way, you know." Yeah. Go to the front lines. Um also uh uh, uh Howard Stark, Dominic Cooper, also Sky in Mamma Mia 1 and 2 uh is like the vampire hunter who teaches Abraham Lincoln in a montage that's supposed to be 10 years but it's literally 4 minutes um uh, how to fight vampires is later revealed to be a vampire and it's a big betrayal moment because Lincoln is Lincoln like can't trust him because a vampire you know killed his mother so he Lincoln in that moment makes a judgment about a whole race of people like vampires based on that, based on like one bad experience with a vampire, yeah. um, which we thought was very <laughs> uh-huh. hypocritical. Uh, his whole thing is that he's like the most not racist guy ever. And he yeah. finds out that this guy who's been nothing but kind to him and yeah. hasn't hurt anybody is a vampire. And is like, you're disgusting. Your kind is horrific. And it's like, uh, surely okay. he knows. Yeah. And even then, when he has his come to Jesus moment, it's not like I was. I looked upon you wrong. It was more like, I guess you're one of the good yeah, ones. You're I guess good. you're. I guess you're not so bad, but yeah. you're still disgusting. Exactly. You know, yeah. It, it would have been so much more interesting if they were like, oh, vampires aren't monsters. Just these like. 15, 20, 30 mm. vampires are evil monsters. There's a lot of them who are just fine and they're just people too, you know? Yeah. Cause um, it, the, Abraham Lincoln, Mr. I'm super open-minded and not racist in this movie, but yeah. Mr. Like champion of equality in the, according to this movie, uh, immediately is like this one vampire was mean to me. So I'm going to kill its entire species. <laughs> Not cool, so, Abe. So, uh, he wins. Um, the vampires die, or the evil vampires die. Dominic Cooper is the one living vampire who's good and lives. Um, the the war is over. He gets reelected. Then two years later, April 14th, 1865, a Uh-oh. date that will live in infancy. Lincoln celebrates the end of the war as Dominic Cooper informs him that the remaining vampires have fled the country. And then he keeps being like, we can see. It's like the most corny thing in the world. Like Lincoln's like putting on his coat. And we're like, no, no, Lincoln, no. Are where you, are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Why are you dressing so nice, Lincoln? <laughs> exactly. And and uh, Dominic Cooper's like, you know, I could bite you, and we could fight the evil vampires together because the vampires are not going to go away. They just ran away for now. Mm. And li- and we really thought like it would be really cunt if like he fakes his death. And to this day is still fighting vampires. I feel like that would be such a slay moment. Yep. But alas, he's like, no, no, Dominic Cooper. And then Mary Todd's like, Lincoln, we're going to be late for the theater. Sweetie, have you seen my top hat? I need my big shiny top hat. It's on your desk, literally in the most obvious place. (laughs) Yeah. Which we saw him like check a couple times too. Where is my only defining wardrobe trait? Mm. Oh, it's in my defining presidential spot. That mm. makes perfect sense. He goes to get the top hat, leaves, and then Dominic Cooper's like, oh, will he ever learn? No, he won't. Bam! Yeah. Gets shot by an actor, an artist. Uh-huh. 
Um, and I want to I want to see John Wilkes Booth President Hunter. That's Bring him great. back. Make him a vampire. Make him kill. I, Loki would have uh, loved whoever the president is today. I don't pay attention to that. Stuff. I would have loved if, kind of like at the end of The Dark Knight Rises, like um, he he, sh- <laughs> he shoots Abraham Lincoln, walks down the stairs, leaves the, leaves the theater, and the person at the door says, "Hey, what's your name?" And he's like, "John, John Vampire." And then he like puts his hood up. And, and then he says, "Oh, so John, John Wilkes Booth. I am a vampire. John Wilkes Booth." Uh, do you know how like he like jumped? He shot Abraham Lincoln like jumped onto the stage, uh-huh. and, but that, and, like, like broke his leg, broke his right? leg, and then ran away to a barn, and then they like set the barn on fire or something. <laughs> he's a he's a mastermind. He he knows how mm. to do it. You know how I wish this movie ends because what? obviously it's it's it kind of zooms out and we see. Uh, the, the Washington D.C. We see the Washington Monument, and then it turns to the statue of Lincoln. I would have loved it if we we get that. We turn around, we look at the statue, feet normal. We're panning up, we're looking at it. The face, a monkey face, that crossover. Would be in Tim Burton's insanity. Planet of the Apes. Insanity, insanity. Clayton, do you want to play a game? I would love to. Okay, so. We have Abraham Lincoln, yeah, Vampire Hunter, yeah. Make a title mm-hmm. for all of these presidents I'm about to tell you. Okay, okay. So let's just do it. Sure. So there's Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, George Washington, George Washington, Bigfoot fight. Oh, that's good. That's that's pretty good. Millard Fillmore. Millard Fillmore, <laughs> the man who wasn't there. <laughs> um. Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland, the other vampire hunter. Was was it Cleveland? Ten Cleveland Lane, Cloverfield. Uh. <laughs> um. Oh, I have one. Harry S. Truman, Loch Ness monster killer. Nice. That's nice. fun. Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon, night with a mummy. Wait, if we have Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, we uh-huh. need Richard Nixon Night with a Mummy. We need the President Cinematic Universe. Oh my god. So what are other like Halloween monsters that could fight? Uh Bill Clinton. Uh Bill Clinton showdown with Frankenstein. I want to see Bill Clinton like just tussling a Frankenstein. Fuck, I'd love that. Joe Biden. Joe Biden, the first ninja. <laughs> the first ninja president. Uh-huh. 47 Ronin. Um, <laughs> um, Zachary Taylor, Homecoming Warrior. Nice. Um, some of these names, I'm literally like, who are you? Like, yeah. Like, what did you do? Who? What did Garfield do? Oh, he died. Right. He did. 1881. I think most of these guys did. <laughs> I think, except though, for the vampires, of course. We can't be sure. Franklin D. Roosevelt. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Learns to fly. I think I'm out of monsters. <laughs> <laughs> what even monsters are there? Well, actually, I guess oh. I, I was a little too quick. There's, of course, Mothman. <clears throat> um, of course, there's John F. Kennedy, werewolf eater. Oh, he yes. He's the werewolf. Yeah. Hell yeah. He eats it. Uh-huh. Um, <gasps> what? John F. Kennedy was, at the end of the movie, uh-huh. somebody's like, look, John, we can keep fighting. And he's like, I need to go. I'm there. We're in Dallas. And, and he's like, I can make you immortal i can make you a werewolf and he's like ah, fine he gets bit he becomes a werewolf and he's like ah, all right 
I'll use this power to serve America. And he drives away. Uh, oh, then we no. see, of course, what's his fucking name? John Wilkes Booth. No. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Cleveland. What's uh, his name? Hart, Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald. Uh, as, as he loads a silver bullet, he's like, oh, fuck, where are all my normal bullets? He's like, I guess I'll have to use this silver one. Bam! And shoots him in the head. And, he's and then Jackie dies. O's like, no. Mm-hmm. But little do we know that she was a harpy. <laughs> in real life? That's not a nice thing to call a woman, Clayton. <laughs> um, okay, so whenever you get to the point where there's just paintings of presidents, it's literally like, none of that shit happened. Uh-huh. Like, when you go so far back and there's this, John Adams, John Adams, Washington Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, and Taylor, whatever. So yeah, I think every president deserves to have their moment where they're fighting shit. I Maybe, think so. Oh, I know. Okay, so yeah, Joe Biden, American Ninja Warrior, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, Donald Trump, Allegations Fighter. Um, that was it. That was a joke. Pwned. Pwned, honey. Yeah. Jimmy um, Carter fights the ghost of Andrew Jackson. <laughs> uh, oh, or yeah, Jimmy Carter fights the wolf man. Jimmy Carter and the mummy's curse. Um, I want to see that guy throw down. Max. Jimmy Carter and the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Max. What? How many? Four. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what are, what are we giving them? Little vampire teeth. Little yeah, fangs. Fangs. Four fangs. I will give this two fangs out of ten. Okay, just the top half, baby, yeah. or just just the left side, both one left on top, one left on bottom. True. Um, but with that, period. That is uh, the end of us talking about this stupid fucking movie. I'm glad we watched it though. I need to add it to my list. Yes. And what we do on this, I don't think we've gone over this, but what we do on this podcast is we exactly. surprise each other with films. Period. Uh, last week, we spoke about Diary of the Dead upon the recommendation of Sir Maxim here. Um, I then went, hey, you're going to recommend Diary of the Dead? I know something else that's kind of dead. I made us watch Abraham Lincoln, ow, Vampire ow. Hunter. All right. Max, keep in mind, whatever movie you pick, this episode is going to be releasing the day after 9-11. I think we need something feel good. Okay. Because... That whole the, that nine eleven day is gonna be so insane. everybody's gonna be so sad. Yeah, and by everybody's gonna be so sad, I mean the other three people in the competition with me because Ooh. I'm gonna win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Okay, so this movie came out the year you were born, <gasps> which is 1998. Yes, and uh, right, yeah, yeah. ninety seven. Um, so this is going to be a a continuation of a movie we've seen in the past. <gasps> I will tell you this. It has a budget of $11 million. Multiple actors played the main role. Hmm. And sadly, <laughs> the actor who played the main role in the first one yeah, baby. Died, died of synovial sarcoma, a rare uh-huh. form of cancer that affects soft tissue near the joints of the arm, leg, or neck. Uh-huh. Of humans? <laughs> Not of human silly. <laughs> of Airbuds. We're gonna be watching Airbud Two: Golden Receiver. Hell Woo! yeah! Yeah, baby. Mom. <laughs> um, 
but come back for more next week. Come back for more next week. Max is throwing Peyton's all over the place. Um, with that, folks, I've been Clayton Shellman. I've been Sir Maxim. And as, and as always, always, stay critical, critical darlings. darlings. Goodbye. Get the fudge off my phone. Unlike its predecessor, Airbud Gold Receiver was a box office failure. (laughs) 